Okay guys, so welcome to the Mindset Investors Podcast and this is the number one finance podcast and this podcast is hosted by me, Roshan. And if you like our podcast, please share it with your friends and family as that is the only way this podcast can grow and also it is free content. You can learn about start market for free in this podcast and you can help others to learn for free as well. Also, please give us a rating in whichever platform you are listening to and if you want to contact us, we do have an Instagram page with 100k followers. So you can message us there and we will try to reply you as soon as we can. So in today's episode, I'll be telling you guys about how the start market was formed. I should have made this as my first episode but it's never too late to make one now. So now let's start with a small story. So in the year 1680, the Dutch East India Company employed hundreds of ships to trade gold, porcelain, spices and silks around the globe. But running this massive operation isn't cheap and it is quite expensive. So in order to fund this expensive trip, the company turned to normal people who could invest their money to support the trip in exchange for a share of the ship's profit. This practice allowed the company to afford even greater trips, increasing the profit for both themselves and also the small savvy investors. So this company, they start to sell their shares in the coffee houses and shipping ports across the continent. Thus, the Dutch East India Company unknowingly invented the world's first start market. Since then, the companies have been collecting funds from willing investors to support all kinds of businesses. And today, the start market has schools, careers, and even whole TV channel mainly on, uh, on explaining on uh, how to understand it. But the modern start market is significantly more complicated than the original incarnation. So, how do companies and the investors use the market today? Let's imagine a new com- uh, Let's imagine a new coffee company that decides to launch on the market. First, the company will advertise itself to bid investors. If they think that the company is a good idea, then they get the first chapter small funds and then sponsor the company's initial public offering or IPO. This launches the companies into an official public market where any company or individual who believes the companies could be a profitable might buy a stock. Buy-in stock makes these investors a partial owner in this business and their investment helps the company to grow and as it becomes more successful, more buyers may see potential and start buying these stock. As demand for these stock increases, so does their price, increasing the cost of prospective buyers and rising the value of the company's stock people that already own. For the company, this increased interest helps fund new initiatives and also boost its overall market value by showing how many people are willing to invest in the idea. But if for some reason a company starts to seem less profitable, the reverse can also happen. If the investors think that the stock value is going down, they will sell their stock with the hopes of making a profit before the company loses more value. As stocks are sold and demand for the stocks goes down, the stock price will fall and with it the company's market value. This can leave the investors with bid losses unless the company starts to look profitable again. This seesaw of supply and demand is influenced by many factors and companies are under the unavoidable influence of market forces such as the fluctuating price of materials, changes in the production technology and the shifting cost of labor. So these investors may be worried about the changes in the leadership and the bad publicity or larger factors like new laws and trade policies. And of course, plenty of investors are simply ready to sell valuable stock and pursue personal interest. All these variables causes day-to-day noise in the market, which can make companies appear more or less successful. And in the start market, appearing to lose value often leads to losing investors, 
and in turn losing actual value. Human confidence in the market has the power to trigger everything from economic booms to financial crisis. And this difficult to track variable is why most professionals promote long-term investing over short-term trading. However, experts are constantly building tools in efforts to increase their chances of success in the highly unpredictable system. But the stock market is not just for the rich and powerful. With the dawn of internet, everyday investors can buy stock in many of the exact same way a large investor would. And as more people educate themselves about the complex system, they too can trade in the stock market, support the business they believe in and pursue their financial goal. So the first step is to get invested. So that's it guys for today's short episode of the Mindset Investors Podcast. And if you love our podcast, please share it with your friends and family and share it on Instagram and tag me in it. I would also love to give you a shout out for it. So thank you guys for listening and see you in the next one. Bye-bye.